0: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 303, episode one of The Daily Zeitgeist! Yay! Yeah! Production of iHeartRadio. Oh, 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 <laughs> you heard it. You heard it. back. Uh, this is a podcast, you- Miles. In case you forgot, mm-hmm. where we take a, take a deeper dive into America's Share Consciousness. And it is Wednesday, September 6th, 2023.
3: Oh, yeah. You know what that is? Six. Oh, yeah. It's National Read a Book Day, National Coffee Ice Cream Day.
2: Kind of a light
3: day for for That's a Day. That's it. Yeah.
2: Read a book and enjoy some coffee ice cream. Yeah. Why not? All right. Do them both. Hey, we appreciate the slow day. Yeah. National Board of what day things are well my name is jack o'brien aka freeze up like my brain had a glitch freeze up like my brain had a glitch whoa whoa must be the seizing of the mitch yeah (laughs) that is courtesy of hugo bosk a little season of the witch seizing of the mitch aka and i'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. Sì, è meraviglioso essere
3: tornato. so good to be back. It's oh, Miles man. Gray, A.K.A. the Prince of Julia. The man of Monopoli, uh, the OG of Ostuni, and the wonderful lover of barese. Thank you so much for having me. It's just so good to be back in this place. I guess you called the United States. Mm. I was just spending How some you time say. in Fulia, which is known as the heel of the boot of Italy. Mm. And between the Adriatic sea views and the fresh seafood, I must say, it is a storied place that... You simply must visit. <laughs> oh, Jesus.
4: How about them conical domes, though?
3: Oh, you mean the truly. Those are the traditional farmhouses of the region, which have these sort of, yes, like you say, whitewashed conical domes that are just, they're whimsical. Uh, Whimsy is mm. the only word that can describe them.
2: You can just assume, listener, I know you can't see, but you can just assume that at any point during this conversation, one of us will be kissing our hands, like doing a little chef's kiss thing while the other one's talking. Yes, absolutely. In vigorous agreement. Thank you. Thank you. It's
3: great to be back. Thank you to everybody who guest hosted. uh, And like you heard in yesterday's uh, weekend recap episode, I am recharged and I have experienced growth again. Shout out to Jack. For putting my brain go outside your comfort zone outside consistently comfort
2: zone to keep Italy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: No, but now every day though, I really think about that shit. Like yeah. being like Good. whether it's just a little light exercise, a little you know chores I've been putting off, doing them right away, kind of thing. Yeah. Just always being like, no, go against that. Go against the sort of you know your default comfort zone.
2: Slapping your face in the mirror like a movie psycho. Yeah, you know? <laughs> it's just anything. Come to on, going. come on.
5: Exactly.
2: <laughs> well, Miles, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat oh, yes. by one of the people who was sitting in our second seat. That very seat you sit on I while thought. you were away in Italy, a very talented yes. writer and stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. Her advice on sex and travel has been featured everywhere. mental strategist, strategists, betches, anywhere men need help fingering, to quote the bio on her website. Yeah. also You're co-hosts welcome. the great 90-day fiancé. Podcast for twenty day fiance oh, yes. with some guy named Miles. Welcome Jeez. to the show, the hilarious, the talented Sophia Alexandra. Sophia,
4: oh! oh my goodness, I am so glad I get to clown with both of you because yeah. I was busy being Italian Miles while Italian Miles was being Italian Miles. <laughs> it was confusing for everyone. <laughs> oh
3: well, I, it's always good to it's just wild to also be do this podcast with you, Sophia, because we have our own. Language of incoherent banter on 420 exactly. Fiancé. Now we must make it coherent for the daily
4: zeitgeist. For the children. Yes, exactly.
2: For... You can tell you guys have spent a lot of time talking to one another because Sophia absolutely nailed her prediction of what Italian Miles was going to be yes. <laughs> when he came back. Yeah, <laughs> was, well, Yeah. you know,
3: and as did you. Like, I think between the two of you, you knew it was going to be some form of intolerable Guy version mm-hmm. Stanley Tucci on fucking exponent like the exponent of twenty. I
4: believe the first thing I said to Jack was, "Oh God, he's gonna be so unbearable again <laughs> when he <laughs> comes back." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, I know. I know." And then right as I show up today, I'm like, "This fool focaccia," and then <laughs> Jack's yeah. like, "He's yeah. been talking about focaccia,
3: focaccia all, all, fucking day.
2: Morning. <laughs> all morning." All morning.
4: What you can I talk
2: about focaccia. What can I say? You knew. You knew. You knew. Chef's kiss. Mm-hmm. He did bring a live mandolin player back from Italy with him. So yeah. anytime you hear mandolin music, that's... It's live. You can assume it's Captain Corelli's. When I, when I was
4: doing the...
3: <laughs> when I was coming back in the country trying to explain who the mandolin player was, I was like, this is my other son who was older than me. <laughs> uh, We'd like to just come home. We're just coming home. That's right. We're a regular in, in
4: family. Yeah. I'm like that politician and his boyfriend's son right. that he, he should... adopted. It's Oh, Giuseppe. That Giuseppe? What?
3: Yeah, yeah. Oh, are you talking about uh Matt Gates?
4: You know I am. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very <laughs> Matt very Gaetz and shady. His boyfriend's son.
3: Somehow I became shadier than Matt Gates trying to smuggle a older mandolin player back into the United States. But it happens. What do you
2: This know? immigration form is really about found family. Like many of my favorite <laughs> films and TV shows, anyways. All right, Sophia, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, a couple of things we're talking about: Cop City, protesters just got hit with a rico yeah. in Georgia. So, hmm. yeah, Georgia is it's just a, a dark story all the way through. Yeah, so we'll, we'll tell you about what's going on there. Um, some private equity firms who somehow you, you'll be you'll be shocked to know private equity is involved in the building of a 60 million dollar police city yeah like, truly
4: complex Jack, police dip- industrial complex yeah, yeah
3: it's actually 60 million coming from corporate donors and i think the other 30 is coming from elsewhere. oh my I mean, bad my totals bad, my to my 90 bad. yeah this a lot up. of money
2: we're gonna talk about uh there, there's a lot of talk on the right about how trump is going to be assassinated tucker carlson keeps bringing it up we will just do it about...
4: already, Tucker. Stop, <laughs> yeah, stop
2: hyping yourself so horny up for
4: this.
5: <laughs>
2: yeah. So he, he really wants that to happen. He's at the edge of the pool trying to psych himself up to jump in. But there, there's a long history of this going back to i had kind of forgotten this the 2016 campaign where somebody raised a sign that was critical of Trump and somebody else in his crowd yelled, Gun! And then everyone was like, there was an attempted assassination on Donald Trump. That was complete bullshit. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the six degrees of Kevin Bacon being a mathematical fact. They did they did a study into the six degrees of separation that, you know, we're all pretty much on average, six degrees separated from one another and found that it's actually like true. Almost invariably. So, wow. so we'll talk about why that's true. We might even talk about Elon Musk claiming that the anti defamation league is the reason that he's bad at his job. All of that, plenty more. But first, Sophia, we do like to ask our guests what is something from your search history.
4: Okay, so I have recently gone insane.
5: Congratulations and
4: thank you so much. Um, it's been <laughs> I've been working so hard. it's really just it's just an honor to be nominated and win
3: (laughs) right yeah truly on your first try
4: this is how you know i'm insane okay i went from not caring or liking taylor swift at all to now joining a reddit called gaylor where Mm -hmm. i have seen multiple slideshow presentations that (laughs) prove that Taylor Swift was gay with Carly Kloss and others that prove that she was also gay with Diana Agron from Glee and also this other model from Britain named Lily. They are all just the same white woman. She's just fucking herself over and over again. It's just like kind of fascinating. And now, like, this is how, you know, I've gone insane. Because if you look at that search history, you will probably think I am 17 maybe i yeah. don't know and
3: you're just shipping shipping <laughs> yeah. taylor
4: with all these models i like i don't care that it's like i don't have a vested interest in the relationships right i care about it in the same way that if like you found out that like i don't know obama and biden were lovers you were like okay i huge. need to know a little bit more about how the right. fuck this worked
3: <laughs> like, yeah. how did you
4: pull this off? <laughs> when
3: did they? When did they get together? I need to all know of the, the questions.
4: Yeah, right. it's like, well, how do you do that and have full time boyfriends? Like, this is a lot of like, like covering being gay. Like, how how are you pulling it off? Yeah. So anyway, just if you want to lose your goddamn mind, go down that are, rabbit hole.
3: Are these slideshows like particularly compelling, or they're just like, look at all these images that, if you have your confirmation bias set to gayer, then. Yes,
4: and yes. But also some of the stuff is like, wow, that is very gay. I don't know that I should be out here trying to decide whether Taylor is gay or not. But the whole Reddit is run by other gay people who are just obsessed with the idea that like she's queer and her music is queer and she's been telling us and showing us and we're just like not getting it. So right. as a cultural study, it is the most fascinating thing. And to answer your slideshow question, some of them are like, they're like a little thumbprint. They're like a, a very individual snapshot of a person's mind.
2: Right. It's like right, right, all right.
4: confirmation bias, like obviously. The modern
2: Rorschach test. Yeah.
4: yeah. But you're also watching them interpret song lyrics where you're like, oh, no, that just means anything <laughs> you want it to mean. That is yeah. a very vague lyric. Right. like, no, it refers to the one time that Carly bought a gold dress. It was this date, here's the receipt.
0: The song
4: that says jeans and Nikes, Carly was a Nike spokesperson in 2016. (laughs) You understand (laughs) how deep these women go?
3: I love that. You also have facts now that like, you know, these models like endorsement deals. I shouldn't know
4: any of this. That is what's so insane. I shouldn't know any of it. I shouldn't be thinking about it. It is, like, an addiction, like, I think, assume what people feel like when they gamble. Just, like, a rush.
5: Yeah, It's, like, yeah, insane,
4: yeah. and it doesn't make any sense, but you're like, let's keep doing it. Yeah. Go anyway, the game, yeah, subreddit, do it.
2: She kind of <laughs> has to be everything to everyone, right? Right. And so, like, by keeping things that perfectly vague, yeah, it it kind of creates this thing where she can like break all the box office records when right. she lets people go watch a concert that they can also watch in person. <laughs> yes.
4: But I also just enjoy the fact that like she's just if she is gay, she's only gay for exact copies of herself, which I think is a fascinating category. It's right. like, no, she's not queer. She's queer for Taylor. <laughs> she's right. Like, I just want to find mirror images of myself to fuck. That is so wild.
2: Wasn't that Liberace's thing? Like, didn't he have a lover who he gave plastic surgery to look more like Liberace? Yes.
4: Oh, wow. Yes, that is true.
3: Yeah. (laughs) he said that so so unequivocally. Yes, that is true.
4: (laughs) Well, because, yeah, I mean, people bring that up a lot as like a Liberace thing. They're like, did you know? Because it's so weird. (laughs) I wonder if like.
3: I think it's an interesting exercise just for anyone with an imagination to try and make anything true about Taylor Swift, like using the same methodology. We're like, you actually, if you think about it, all of her lyrics are steeped in like Black Panther ideology. I swear (laughs) to God, there is someone
4: right now making that slideshow.
3: Right, right, right.
4: (laughs) Like, Like for sure, there's a Swift contingency that's like, you don't understand what being a Black Panther is until you listen to Red
3: right taylor's
4: yeah. version
3: it's like red <laughs> is actually an anthem for the crip gang despite it being called red and here in this thread
2: i will i will <laughs> you that seen is. the theory that her dad is the zodiac killer right and that oh like, yeah she's trying to reveal that through her lyrics i mean i, I what? just made that up but like, that, that is again probably like, being built yeah. right now right <laughs> like, right i feel like as you
4: said could, it People were like, this is true, one hundred percent. Yeah.
5: yeah.
2: <laughs> what's uh what's something you think is overrated?
4: Okay, so
2: say facaccia from the boot from the heel of yeah. the boot of Italy.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I think is bullshit? Focaccia. No. Oh. Yeah, just I generally? all of it but especially the kind that comes from how would you say the boot of the Italy I think that specifically sucks balls
5: yeah.
3: <laughs> nothing you've always say. said that yeah because you know I, and I and I get what you're trying to do but unless you've actually roamed the old central historic core of body
2: how could
3: you know you know and it sounds like you're just grasping at things but go on
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just stand by good. my statement. <sighs> okay, yeah. Yeah. it is good. Stand by that focaccia. I we'll need a statement.
2: I we'll need a sandwich that fucking sweats on my hands, man. Oh, I'm good um, over here. Yeah.
4: Wow. Also, why doesn't it not have do. a proper crust? <laughs> why yeah. does it not have a proper crust?
3: I'm gonna get. You know what I'm gonna do this week? I'm gonna why get. Are you thrown... fucking with
4: me? You got no crust right now. Yeah. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna are get you serious, throw loaf,
3: bro? <laughs> I'm gonna go to Italy and get thrown out for being too annoying. <laughs> I'm going to go, sorry, did you bake this? And, and what were you thinking with this focaccia you were making? Did you, do you know what is, are you guys bound by a certain recipe or are you allowed to do, make actual focaccia? Just curious. Thank you
4: so much. Are you bound by
3: <laughs> a certain <laughs> recipe? It's the weirdest bound. way to put it. <laughs> I'm, yeah, because I'm, I'm I'm assuming they're a prisoner of, of food uh, yeah. in that place, in the jail we call. it. You can't party.
2: think this is as good as body.
4: What, what happens is they put all of the smuggled mandolin players mm-hmm. in Italy, <laughs> work. and they can't yeah. leave. That's Mouth like, that's
3: help. fucked up. I will play mandolin at your next event. Just help me
2: escape. <laughs> what? Uh, what's something that you think is underrated?
4: Okay, actually, it's kind of crazy that this bread thing came up because legitimately, before we ever started joking about focaccia. I think Sangak, the Persian bread, is so fucking underrated and no one ever gets it. People always think lavash, but no, Sandak is what you want. And there's a place in Westwood because it's like a Persian area that fresh bakes theirs and you get it and it's still warm. And they put so many fucking sesame seeds on it and the black and white kinds, both seeds. And it is so good. And you can cut it into pieces because it's like three feet long yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I've
3: seen this. And yeah. then you
4: freeze those pieces if you want. And then you just pop them in the toaster and you always have it. And that bread, I'm telling you, don't sleep on it. It is so good. San Gok.
2: Wow. How are, we, how are we spelling this?
3: S-A-N-G-A-K. Sangok. San there yeah. it is. Wait, wait, how did you intersect with it? What, what happened? What the bakery
4: is next door to where I work out, which uh-huh. is terrible idea <laughs> for me <laughs> right next door yeah <laughs> i'm like uh cool workout can i have three feet of bread <laughs> yeah, absolutely <laughs> but that's what happens and it, it smells so good so i was like Hit me oh so it.
3: just off the strength of like the smell coming out of there you're like ah, like a like a looney tunes cartoon you're just like drawn in <laughs> through the nose lift off your feet yeah. no
4: my trainer the woman that runs the bakery dropped it off for him as just like a she does that because oh, they're all okay. friends. They're all yeah, like yeah, friends yeah. in the little strip. And he was like, have some. And I tried some. And I was like, oh, my God.
3: You're like, I'm in, I'm in the middle of a super set right now. Really? It's Like, yeah, yeah. Just have a couple bites and then we'll go back to your core work.
5: Oh,
4: OK. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, just uh, just can I jog towards the bread real quick? <laughs> it's so fucking good. All right. Like
2: at a time they, they it's I would hazard that they know exactly what they're doing. Right. Like that at a time when somebody is like burning a a, a bunch of calories and carbs that they, oh, they're yeah. coming by to hand deliver yards of delicious yes. bread. Yes. I, that's, it's, uh, it's, I have my hat's yeah. off to them actually. Well,
3: and also like the moral licensing that happens, like with your eating habits, when you're working out, you can just be like, I just worked out. So you know what? I can eat 700 X, Y's or Z's. Exactly. Uh, the, I, I get the logic. So Credit to them for their four-dimensional thinking and marketing.
2: Hmm. Oh, I love, I love an x wiser yeah. Elon Musk's new beer.
4: <laughs> it's called something real simple like bread. I don't know. Sorry, I'm not hopeful. I was just going to like <laughs> shout out this place. Then I'm like, I think it's called something so simple that Googling it will do nothing.
3: Right, right. Bread <laughs> bakery. Oh, really?
4: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Google bread and... It's like, no, that's not going to work about <laughs> Sophia. <laughs> oh, oh, I know. Google s- which is where I work out. There,
3: exactly. So if you want to catch her, that's where she'll be.
4: Oh, my God. So, yeah, please
3: yeah, do you sure do you?
2: <laughs> are you sure you, let's, let's
4: We're just deleting let people all of that.
3: find, yeah, yeah they, they can just find,
2: do their own searches. Just for,
4: It's a beautiful mystery for you to discover. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Let your nose
3: take you. Let your nose take yes. you. We'll
2: just see. follow your nose as it lifts you off your feet. And pulls you mm-hmm. into traffic. Did that ever happen in one of the cartoons where somebody smells a yes. good smelling pie and then is immediately hit and killed by a by a truck? Yeah, they
4: do the thing where they think like they do like the. I'm trying to portray what would the cartoon walk looks like when the cartoon yeah, character the, is like mesmerized <laughs> and yeah, they're are yeah, like, right. just like bam bam, bam like uh-huh. marching forward like in a way where they're not noticing anything and i think it's like they end up being like dodging cars or d- cars dodging them oh just barely you know what I'm saying? yeah
3: frogger style just narrowly yeah. missing death exactly. although i love every time they died immediately you're a harp angel who just goes out of your body <laughs> and here's my harp and just conditioned to believe and then follows
4: that the, is what the smell of that
2: pie i yeah. have to imagine that would be your uh. first move yeah.
4: <laughs> it's a good cartoon and it knows fucking the power of three, yeah, yeah. that ghost will also be murdered. And <laughs> a tinier yeah. ghost playing a mandolin comes uh, out. Yes. Yeah. See, and there we go. Now we just tied it together. Going Ooh, to Italian. That's heaven. a herald. Wow. That,
2: you've just witnessed, you've just experienced a herald, folks. <laughs>
4: you've been heralded, bitch. You've been heralded. Right?
2: Unheralded. Herald, like angels anyways uh we're gonna move on uh let's take a quick break we'll come back
0: if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals each week i'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever
7: Culture, and invite you to walk in your authenticity. Listen to life as a gringo as a part of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: And we're back, and uh, we're, we won't be playing the the Drake drop for this. No, one. no. Sixty one protesters have been indicted. For uh, violating Georgia's RICO Act for protesting the building of a massive military installation.
3: Yeah. Uh, huh. A lot Pretty of clear people who like, the
4: bad guys are, right?
3: Yeah. yeah. Oh, of course. The
4: protesters.
3: Uh, Thank uh, you. Of course. How dare you? <laughs> they're getting hit with charges like domestic terror for like trying to disable like machines or like you know they're like they were throwing Molotov cocktails and all this other stuff. Money laundering because they were setting up bail funds. They're trying to like they're going after these people in the most fucked up way. The charges are being pursued by the state's attorney general, you know, Republican Chris Carr. And yeah, this is like a it's a multifaceted movement of people that realize that building these police training facilities are just merely a terrible escalation of the militarized like police state that we're experiencing across the country yeah. and you know antithetical to lowering instances of police brutality when you're like here's like a here's a whole place where you can train on how to suppress people's you know democratic rights and things like yeah. that
2: it's like the police brutality training complex oh yeah because they yeah. want it
3: to, they want it to be like we want them to have the feeling of what it's like to like you know kettle people in city streets or neighborhoods so they can do yeah. it more efficiently to like round up people And, you know, the attorney general and governor have been just steadily screaming about how like this, this whole thing is actually the work of like an org. It's like an organized criminals. This is a criminal organization and enterprise Hmm. to sort of create this RICO narrative to go after protesters. And if you want to really understand how cynical and racist this shit is, if you just look at the date listed on the indictments for like the like. They're putting May twenty fifth, twenty twenty, as sort of like the beginning of like this shit going down, which is the day George Floyd was murdered. Okay. Wow. So they want to conflate this event with all of the scary BLM protests to say like, you see what's going on, folks? It's just this like large movement to sow discord and chaos when all we're trying to do is make people safer. The, one of the DAs in Atlanta, Sherry Boston, said that her office would withdraw withdraw from criminal cases involving the cop like involving Cop City. But it's this is some scary shit. I mean, like these are people exercising their First Amendment rights and the state and city of Atlanta have just made the whole this like into a campaign of like democratic suppression. You know, like there is the officials, they blocked a referendum on Cop City. They ignored all the pleas from the public, all the public comment. Where people we're like, we do not want this. Or other people in like DeKalb County who are like, this is near where I live. This is I do not want this. I do not want to see the forest raised so you can create this fucked up. Uh, training facility. Then there are people who are like like local election board members were removed for opposing Cop City, and now we're charging protesters with domestic terrorism under the RICO Act.
4: Yeah. Also, I was going to say that you should have so much shame that you're using the fucking RICO Act, which was used to bring down Capone.
2: Yeah. Right. On these
4: people. Yeah. Like, just the fact, like how do you even put that in your mind together as even remotely in the same camp?
7: Well, it's yeah. just
4: so fucking. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I always am shook and like speechless because like I expect people at some point to have shame. And then I'm like, no, but they don't like, what am I talking about? They're heartless and yeah, driven completely by uh, money and power. So why am I so shocked? But it's like every fucking time, you know?
3: And to try and again scare people from wanting to put checks and balances, you know, on our system, especially as it relates to law enforcement, it's like, oh, you want to protest this? Watch us go scorched earth on your ass. Meanwhile, we're like, yeah, these people who like storm the, you know, like we have like people, capital protesters, where you see judges be like, well, you know, actually, I kind of want to go softer in my sentencing here or there. Where you have a very focused AG's office in Georgia being like, yeah, you know what? Let's go, let's go RICO on it. And try and right. make an example of these people.
4: Also, because, sorry, I was just going to yeah, say, go I was legally arrested for protesting in college. Illegally. And, il- yeah, illegally arrested yes, for yes. protesting in college. And I was part of a class action lawsuit against the Metropolitan Police Department in in D.C. And we won. And, like, it was one of the most kind of fucked up and traumatic Things being detained the way I was. I also wasn't a citizen yet. I was just a resident alien. And, like, they, you know, took all of my paperwork, my resident alien card, all my shit, like, when the cops batoned it off of me. I just never got it back. But the amount of time and, like, effort and everything it takes to even go through a thing where you would then sue, like, We ended up changing the law, but the number of years that it takes like and the way that they treated us, you know, I was zip tied right hand to left foot for like over 12 hours, you know, the way they fucking like treated us in jail, whatever. It just it was super fucked up. But the fact that they did that Friday morning really early before an entire weekend of protests, that's pretty much the same tactic here. It's like they try to go hard early to discourage protesting.
5: Mm-hmm. You know what I'm
4: saying? Like in the future, and it's the same tactics that Bush used because it was, they were training in riot gear cops for months before this. Yeah, like yeah. it was all, they had buses numbered ready to go because they were like, we're taking hundreds of people off the street. So then for the rest of the weekend, there's no protests. Yeah. So it's like it just like it makes me so fucking pissed because these people are going to get fucked on a much, much larger scale. What I'm talking about is child's play. And it still was hard to get any sort of justice or change the law or have anything be different. And. I feel like the number one thing they tell you when you protest, right? They're like, hey, you know, you guys are thugs. You don't use the system correctly. Like, why don't you use the lawful system? And, and that's everyone is like,
3: did in this instance, too.
4: Yeah. And it's like, OK, well, I'll tell you I did the actual lawsuit and the lawful thing. And mm-hmm. it is. That is not you think that that's justice or that that's really what people should be doing or that that fixes anything like obviously. If you're thinking that there's the right and wrong way to protest, you also are going to think that there is never the right way.
3: Yeah. People yeah. went to those city council meetings. They gathered signatures. They did every they tried it every single way. But again, when you have municipality in this bureaucracy, that's just in, like just so intent on making this installation happen. No matter what you get, these kinds of fucked up measures. And yeah. I'd hate to bring up private equity
2: Again. No, don't do it, Miles. But it can't, it can't have two to do with of the equity.
3: biggest corporate backers of Cop City are Rourke Capital, which is a private equity firm that owns Inspire Brands, you know, yep. Duncan, Arby's, Baskin Robbins, Buffalo Wild Wings, etc. Their CEO sits on the board of trustees for the Atlanta Police Foundation, and they're raising 60 million dollars from corporate donors to build this place. Like so there's one part of it. The other is Silver Lake Management, which sounds like a cool, maybe talent agency that represents bands from the East Side yeah, of like LA. But bands. no, 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 nah, it sounds
4: like a like a like a landlording agency that right. like you right. rent your apartment from in Silver Lake.
3: Right, exactly. Silver right. Lake Management. They actually are tech focused private equity firm, and have a, they have a huge stake in Motorola Solutions, uh, aka the company that designed the surveillance system. To make Atlanta the most surveilled city in the United States. And they also develop really cool tools for use in prisons, the U.S.-Mexico border, and surprise, surprise, the West Bank. Because we talk about there's this conversation of using these sort of like crowd control technologies. They start off, they can they use them like abroad and the West Bank fine tune them. And then we end up seeing them boomerang onto our own shores used against our people who are exercising their First Amendment rights. So. Yeah, it's wild to think that the the ratio of cameras to people in Atlanta, it's 40, almost 49 cameras per thousand people in Atlanta. That's the highest. It's more than D.C. It's more than New York City. And you're like, huh? Huh?
2: It also feels like we're seeing like a Foucault's boomerang on like the legal precedent of like, okay, we cheered when they used this against Trump. And then they're like, okay, so you're good with that then. And then watch this. We're going to use it against your ability to protest against a fucking military installation
4: it's just amazing these are the people that are like i'm sorry the second amendment is everything i'm like okay well what about that other amendment yeah you know the one that protects the right to protest which you should be into because you're so into the law of the land right no no that amendment i guess is bullshit the first amendment we just don't look at that one that one's just like whatevs
3: yeah, and and I mean, you then you look at like even protesters that were killed by the police over the court, like it's this is, it, it's 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 mind blowing, and yeah, now we're, again, it's like the Republican Attorney General's like, yeah, watch this, I'll use the same grand jury that got those charges for Trump, and we'll use it for this now.
2: Yeah, so and I think yeah. there's a really valid point, Sophia, that like they're, you know, as we see more fear from the wealthy, as we see the billionaire owner of cartier lose more sleep over the idea that like eventually the people are going to be pissed that we're billionaires right like you know yeah. the the more we see that the more we're going to see things like this where they're trying to make an example of people protesting yeah. and i think it's imperative that we like keep attention on these people and like you know understand that these are people who are Working on our behalf, even though I think the mainstream media narrative is not always going to be very favorable to the to the protesters. Right. No.
3: And you hardly would you hear a thing where it's like, wow, they're they're really I mean, again, everything is always tinged with slightly pro cop bias. Right. So they just want to make it look like it's a bunch of like hippies who want to save the trees in the forest when a lot of people like this is again, we're ramping up our militarized police state in a time when. All they've proven, all we've seen from our law enforcement system is that it doesn't doesn't work, work, doesn't work. It doesn't prevent crime. All it does is pile up more victims of police brutality. But yeah, these are these are the stakes right now.
4: Yeah, no, I think also these strategies, you know, always repeat. It's like every single time protesting happens, the way that they try to quell it is always tactics that they've used before And Mm -hmm. I think one of those things is, like, that's great about the Internet is if you go and protest, I just want to make that clear to everybody that, like, you absolutely should if you can. But you should absolutely know going out what you should do and not do. Have the, you know, National Lawyers Guild number on you. Like, all of the stuff that you absolutely need to know, you can look up. And it's just, I think, really, really important because... Like I, a privileged fucking white woman, I was still like an immigrant, which, right. again, scared me because, you know, they charged me. They try to charge me with rioting because we asked for food mm. and rioting is a felony. And if that happened, I would have been super fucked. And like, again, privileged white woman still was really fucked up experience. And you just need to know what you're going in and you need to have friends on the outside when you're protesting so that, you know. They know what the deal is. You have a plan. Just, like, be careful when you do it. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Because they ain't playing fair out here. No. No.
2: No, they're not. All right. Have you guys heard of the game Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon? Sick Pivot. Sick Pivot. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Have you guys heard about this? Have you seen this? Six Pivot.
3: Have you seen this? You guys heard about this? You seen this?
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Wait. Scott, our guest last, last time when Sophia was on, was like, the thing, the thing that is underrated about your podcast is the hurtling changes of pace
3: oh yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah. we got to hit them all the zeitgeist comes at you quick
2: <laughs> it does There's, yeah you know does, does your news feed stop to coddle you and think right. about your feelings
3: Don't you get a mixture of Apple alerts that are like bummer news, and then also it's like Kylie Jenner and Timothy
2: Chalamet hard getting way more of the Timothy Chalamet relationship updates than I am. I mean, I I just just
4: go on the internet. I'm like, wow, a hilarious joke about bussy, and then underneath that, it's like (laughs) we have created another monster Voltron of cops. I'm like, that's life. And then I scroll, and I'm like, is it good "Ah." for your
2: city? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool.
4: <laughs> Bless you. Still not better. Thank you. Oh yeah, your sexy dark voice is gone.
2: I know my sexy voice, Miles. I had the deepest voice that I've ever had when you were gone. Oh, when you were sick. Yeah, my flu gave me like crazy deep voice, like, like very I can't white white style. Do it. Yes, I mean, not that cool. It was Obviously, fucking still mesmerizing. Like me,
5: but no, much deeper.
3: Or like, yeah. what's that? What's the opposite of helium? That that gas where like you can like yeah it makes your yeah, vocal yeah, cords like, like super that. loose. That's yeah. kind of how I felt. What's up, y'all? I sound nope. like a ASAP Rocky track. Everybody loved it, track. me
4: especially, but everybody loved it. People were yeah. mesmerized. You could tell. ASAP Rocky. <laughs> that was that people was were falling whoa. for him sulfur yes.
3: hexafluoride like, that's what it is
4: bay victor like justin everybody, <laughs> the, whole, everybody the whole crew, was the whole crew just was falling fucked for up me. over it
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right so there's a new study from six different nations this is just oh this is like one of those studies where it's like wow you did everything so well to like just put this into a press release and i'm not mad at it you did you did a good job <laughs> <laughs> Fine. You've you you you've gotten my attention. But basically, the, the whole thing, they're like, the thing about Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon also happens in real life, where there's like six degrees of separation, and they kind of looked at the math of how humans form our friend groups. And basically, we are constantly evaluating. It's very, very much sounds like You know, a scientist who has not spent a lot of time around other humans, like observing humans, because (laughs) they're like, the human is constantly evaluating (laughs) the cost benefit of keeping an old relationship alive or making a new friend. And the study spends a lot of time. he did the
4: study because he wanted a friend. Probably.
2: (laughs) Why do we do anything? Right. And I probably read it because of that. But the study <laughs> like spends a lot of time basically explaining why people have friends. <laughs> like, they're just very confused about that.
4: I think that's pretty sweet of that yeah. alien to write that article. <laughs> I know, isn't it?
2: <laughs> I kinda love it. But the interesting detail is the Nash equilibrium, like the point at which people have no further incentive to go incentive to go outward with their friend making or inward with their friend pruning usually lands at a place that averages out to six degrees of separation from, like, everyone else on the planet, huh. which is wild. But that that's the—I mean, it makes sense. Like, totally. I assumed it was going to be something about, like, network dynamics and, like, how, you know, over, over time you're, like, sort of compounding the number of, like, just, you know, three degrees of separation away. You've, like, compounded the number of people that everyone knows— But it's also about how, like, the the sizes of those groups that each person is connected to, well, different, you know, work out to an average of about uh, an average of about six.
5: Huh. Huh. How? So. But that wouldn't have been true. Pre-internet.
2: I, I think it has been true. That's the thing. Like, I think it's because we've been remained. doing it pre-internet,
3: right? That yeah, game yeah. existed before. So, like, our... no, no, the... no.
4: I just mean, oh, I just mean. Do you really? Uh, I guess I was thinking like it's easy for me to think of being six degrees away from anyone on the planet, like with the internet, and like also just like, oh, you have a friend that lives in this country and blah 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 blah, right? But I'm thinking Part of like the
2: track. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 So I didn't know the origin of the experiment, or of the idea of Six Degrees. It's actually Milgram, you know the guy who, like, did yes, the, the experiment. experiment? Yeah, it's the famous shock experiment where people come into a lab, and it it was based on, like, the trials of Nazi prison camp guards at the hog and how they were, like, w- we... We're just following orders. And so he did this experiment to show that people will continuously shock people, whether or not So so basically the people weren't actually being shocked. But a person in a white lab coat is like, keep ex- keep administering. Basically, you wouldn't
4: see the person the person who was administering the shocks, quote unquote, would hear someone's sounds of pain. Yeah. But that person was acting, but the person who was shocking them didn't know they were acting.
2: Right. Right. So and they kept then what going. later
4: churned out, in addition to the result of like, oh yeah, people will straight up just follow orders because a guy I know lab coat was like keep shocking, yeah. but the other thing that came out of it is a lot of ethics stuff for how you run studies yeah. because the people that were fake shocking, once they found out it was fake, they were like super fucking traumatized. Yeah. And not they were great. Like, now <laughs> not i have great. To live result. my life knowing that essentially you used me to prove that I could be a Nazi. A Nazi, exactly. Like, I, I have to go lay down. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but
2: yeah. you're just
3: following orders, man. You're just following orders. You know? yeah. yeah, and have there the there time. are other
2: things about the design of that experiment, and like how so like much, some people might stuff. have really known that they were acting, and who who knows? But the other big experiment he did that I I was not as familiar with was they basically tried to connect two people in as few steps as possible just by, like, sending out this brown paper package and being like, hey, we're trying to get this to a divinity student in Boston. You are a farmer in Iowa that we've randomly selected from the entire population of the U.S. Like, go. and What? That's they, crazy. Found, they were like oh well i know this episcopalian like in my town the episcopalian was like i actually know somebody who i like met at an episcopalian conference who's from boston and they got this package to this divi- randomly selected divinity student in like a matter of six degrees and they they found that to be kind of consistently the case when they ran this experiment and the thing that I hadn't fully appreciated is like they they also asked people before this experiment like what would you think the results would be and well, like, like that,
3: how many steps would it take yeah how many mind? steps and right. that that is like
2: you know I've known the six degrees of separation I've known that phrase yeah I've known that 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 is a Will Smith movie since I was you know yeah properly storing memory so I don't know what my guess would be but the guesses range from like a hundred to a thousand to people being like you'll never connect them like it'll just like why would you ever be able to connect two random people like the world is so big and so massive
4: I would have guessed 12 for some reason really like 10 or 12 I think what would you have guessed I think Mm. I would have guessed like a hundred yeah if no one had said anything about six degrees of whatever ever
2: yeah
3: I would would probably think it would a hundred feels like I could do it within a hundred
2: yeah yeah
4: yeah. Feels
3: like a 100. safe bet. It is it does it is a little mind blowing. You're like, we we'll probably take less than 10. You're like, really? I, yeah. Uh, it it seems yeah, so far Yeah, the fact what... that
4: it's single digits I think like totally
2: fucks me up. Yeah.
4: Exactly.
2: Fucks me up the way my voice fucked up everybody last week. <laughs> fucked Miles up will production. never know. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Miles, you better listen to that episode if you're respectful. You better fucking yourself.
2: listen, man. Watch, I, and I
3: get all self conscious, and I come on tomorrow's episode. I'm like, yeah, so what's up, y'all? <laughs> you
4: just, I'm also, my voice you won't got be able to record deeper. anymore Chapin's because you're screwed. just blushing so hard the entire time.
3: <laughs> I'm like, That's He's right. talking to me with that voice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you I mean, stop like, stop
4: putting yourself on camera because people can't handle it. <laughs> 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 Jax just can't. He can't be on Zoom.
2: That's right. It's hard. So now they can,
3: so you can apply this now to all kinds of sort of like network mapping, right? If you kind of know this to be sort of, it averages out to around six, no matter what. Yeah. That helps like with all kinds of, like, I guess, you know, how we look at pandemics or other network dynamic or network dynamic dependent phenomena.
2: Yeah, it's six infection cycles and the whole world has the fucking thing is like kind of the dark side of this finding is, Damn. you know, it Oof. it spreads quick. Right. And I, I think this is true of also like social contagion and like the how quickly ideas spread, you know, because that that's a thing that spreads over over social media like faster than it ever has. And so. I think we're less stable, like across wide geographic margins, than than we ever have been. Like we're more susceptible to ideas that come in and sweep through and and change things. And it's definitely like a power a powerful study because they yeah they they specifically say when we did the math we discovered an amazing result. This process always ends with social paths centered around the number six. Each individual acts independently without knowing the network as a whole. Yet this self-driven game shapes the structure of the entire network, leading to the small world phenomenon and the recurring pattern of six degrees. That's mm.
4: fucking crazy.
5: Yeah,
2: that's yeah. It, the small world. It is funny that like even
3: when we went to a museum in like London, we ran into somebody who Her Majesty didn't even know, but came to find out they were at the same college at the same time
5: oh what? it's wild
3: randomly like that. helping a stranger up the steps with a baby stroller and we had one too and then started talking and then it's just like oh yeah my husband went there D-d-d-d-d-d-d. and then it's like what the
5: fuck
2: is-? that's crazy yeah, yeah. it yeah. wasn't even a thing where you were like wearing the same sweatshirt and like noticed each other yeah no like, no not wearing- at all just you didn't just have random your, uh, two groups of parents college hat on yeah and your- <laughs> waving <laughs> a, pendant, finger. a pendant yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck
4: does this guy I've- think he is before run into the same people when i'm visiting a place like at different like during my oh, vacation yeah. or whatever like at a lot of different places and not like tourist attractions you know what i'm saying Have,
5: has yeah. that happened to you ever that happened to me this weekend it's So I was weird
2: the huntington park there li- the huntington library whatever the fuck that thing is called yeah. it's not library in huntington, gardens but no yeah it's an amazing huge garden and it like is. we arrived with like three different groups of people like just in line at the same time and like kept seeing them. we were just like on the same. We would like circulate go in like all these weird different directions and like kept seeing those same people. And it's a
4: big ass park. Oh, it's There's massive. Like, So yeah. many different ways to go. It's like yeah. not. Or when I rented my place in Paris, I knew one person there and he was like, oh, what's your address? and i gave it to him and he right, like started creep. laughing and um no, he's ha, my friend ha,
5: <laughs> he's half a block oh, no.
4: his place was half a block away
2: oh wow oh really yeah
4: i knew one person in all of paris and ended up renting an airbnb but half paris a block away paris is huge from it's
2: like 10 12 blocks it's huge <laughs> so so big know paris like it's you got the Eiffel Tower, you got a couple streets on the left side of the Eiffel Tower, you got
4: that a couple Triumph streets Park. to the
2: right.
3: Done. <laughs> Call Triumph it. Park. There's the
4: river. We're done. Yeah.
3: So you got the champs sports, here. the champs sports Elysées. <laughs> <laughs> got it
2: all. <laughs> See, so it com- comes back so culture. Ah, uh,
4: yeah. Champs head. Me too.
5: Big <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> fan of the champs. <laughs> yeah.
2: Amazing. All right. Well, uh, let's take another quick break and we'll come back and talk about, uh, Donald Trump. We'll be right back.
0: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer, Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This
1: is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A.,
7: And invite you to walk in your authenticity. Listen to Life as a Gringo as a part of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Mm
2: -hmm. And there there just seems to be this thing happening on the right where they really think Trump's going to be assassinated. Feels like there might be like some wishful like you know, Tucker Carlson, I think, has been like horny for a civil war for a long time, and I feel like he senses that maybe this is his best shot at it. And so he took a few minutes away from his busy schedule filming angry Twitter videos in a sadness shack in the woods to appear yeah. on the Adam Carolla podcast. Okay, you know, just
4: just, just really love funny to dudes see
2: cutting it up. Yeah,
4: to see Carolla still like. A around and somehow like be worse than when he like invented the man show,
0: right? Yeah, it's just wild to see the fork in the
3: road of the man show with Kimmel and (laughs) Corolla. That's just (laughs) what I
4: keep thinking. It's like, uh, you know, it's like one of them like turned, or one
3: or one was always there the whole time, you know, like it's yeah, sort of like this is what it turns into because also, like, you think a love line too, because even Dr. Drew is also, you know, the, he's he's on that he's on that sort of right
2: path too, but i have gotten a lot of videos of Dr. Drew doing curls and talking to me, being like, "Hey guys, uh, Drew to talk. To be here like doing like curls, like telling me about like all the things I need to know about his fucking bodybuilding formula."
4: All I keep thinking is how we listened to so much Love Line growing up and we were like, this is the shit right now. Yeah. And all of it was just Dr. Drew telling women with high voices that they were molested. Right. <laughs> and we were like, this is sick. You're we yeah. like, I'm gonna listen to it again tomorrow <laughs> yeah. night.
3: Yeah.
4: What? Are- we were so fucked up. We're so damaged.
3: I, oh, I mean, and I think it's to your point about how you like you have to write articles about tr- proper digital stimulation of the genitals, you know, and like you get like the worst sex advice from Adam Carolla when you're 13. Yeah. I was just like, I just remember, too, because like I had a radio that I, if the speakers were on, my mom would be like, I thought I, I, thought you, I told you to go to sleep. So I had <laughs> to like get. I, got, I had to get a headphone jack that would go long enough that I could kind of be in my bed. So if my mom checked, I could, like, fucking throw the headphones off and it wouldn't look like I was listening to Loveline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and I was just mainlining the most regressive shit ever. Yeah. And then Same. coming away with being like, I'm a man of the 21st century. Thank you. Yes.
4: I'm like, I'm a feminist. Let's put on <laughs> another episode of fucking Loveline. Love what? Uh, what the fuck?
2: But so he had he had Tucker Carlson on because that's where he's at right these days at Corolla. And uh, when asked about Trump's future, Carlson said that he was speeding towards assassination. Obviously, if you begin with criticism, then you go to protest, then you go to impeachment. Now you go to indictments, and none of them work. What's next? Graph it out, man. We're we're speeding toward assassination. Obviously,
4: that's a good Tucker Carlson. The graph it out, especially great job. Yeah,
2: he's
3: wearing the bow tie too.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I do. I did put on my bow tie and put my He's just took it off just as quick swoopy though. Style. But <laughs> swoopy style, but style. He does have swoopy bangs.
4: He sure does. I went to GW where they filmed Crossfire. Yeah, and i I protested during it and got kicked out. <laughs>
5: but oh really? Oh really? We oh, like really?
4: put up you a banner across? against the war in uh, in Iraq, and they were like, "Yeah, get the fuck out forever."
5: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's
2: a lot of dudes from Virginia that look exactly like Tucker Carlson. Like, yeah, they're walking around Georgetown. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And They
3: all it get the same fleece vest like on. Perpetually
4: twelve. It's it's fucked up. Yeah,
3: it is wild. Hey, he still manages. So it looks like, like the weird. cover
4: of Mad Magazine. What are we doing?
3: <laughs> Alfred E. Newman, but like the fast yeah. version.
2: Yeah, but he he actually brought this up in his interview with Trump in August. He was like, "So were you afraid someone's gonna like what?" It's coming for you. And Trump was just like, yeah, but uh, you know, mo- moving
4: along.
5: <laughs> it but- sounds
4: like he's manifesting. It does, doesn't yeah, it? Right. it? sounds like Tucker's like manifesting Trump getting assassinated or just psyching himself up to do it. Because it is incredibly weird to be the only person talking about it. It's well, like if you like go yeah. out on a date with a guy and he's like, don't worry, I'm not going to murder you. And you're like, hold up, huh? What? <laughs> I didn't think that. But why would you? bring that up like that. Well, They're like, no, no, no. I, no, I just want to make it clear. I will not murder you.
3: But follow up question. Are you worried that you could get murdered
4: like anytime soon?
3: <laughs> just putting that out there. Not to the universe, but just like I'm positing that question.
4: Anyway, I want to order your drink.
2: <laughs> yeah, Let me order it for you. Actually, you can go to the bathroom. I'll, I'll order it. <laughs> he <laughs> Now that he's saying this, like everyone's it, like Dan Bongino picked it up, Alex Jones picked it up, although Alex Jones has obviously been saying something similar for a while now. Back yeah. in June, Alex Jones claimed that Trump would soon be assassinated by the deep state establishment. Also, back in 2017, Jones was claiming that there was a plot to assassinate Trump, information he obtained thanks to a friendly call from a secret service agent. So that's pretty... Like heavily sourced mm. information about like that's kind of their main thing, the Secret Services. Oh yeah. If you no believe
4: that, I think it was just Trump. The right. way he pretended to be his own like PR guy and all of these other people, he was like, "Let me really quickly become a Secret <laughs> Service." Hello, Agent.
3: I am Agent, uh, Sec of the Baron. Secret Service.
4: Uh, Rump.
3: Ah, uh, <laughs> <that's> yes, right. <laughs> I'm a Secret Service agent. Okay, uh, Secret Service agent, what's your first name? I don't know. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, one Homer Simpson on him. Yeah. I yeah. Don't know.
3: <laughs> I believe you have a package
4: for me.
2: <laughs> but they actually hyped a fake assassination plot during the 2016 election, which I only vaguely remembered. But it was during a rally in Reno and he was rushed off stage by secret service after someone shouted gun and a suspect was apprehended. And then he took to the stage again and finished a speech proclaiming we will never be stopped, which seems like he's like is kind of like his posture now. Right. That he's right. like his never surrender like coffee mugs with his mugshot of him surrendering or going <laughs> like hotcakes. I have to imagine and by the way hold
4: of him to assume that he has the health to like survive
5: well that's, yeah, point that's the where like his own body so, he's fucking yeah.
2: 77 and like overweight and eats like shit and now he's like his weight is yo-yoing because i think he's on ozempic like which is can't be healthy for him like this is like there's so this many this is a reasons. man that literally
4: doesn't believe in exercise cuz he thinks, thinks if you exercise, use your muscles yeah. more it it uses them up
2: you only have so many heartbeats. Save it. So what I'm gonna speed up my heartbeat and get it to do too many beats and then <laughs> I run saw out. That movie.
3: Yeah. It ain't happening. Like nice what try was that movie asshole. with was that Jessica uh with Justin Timberlake about like that one like weird sci fi movie where like you had to keep buying time for your body yeah. to live and shit? Yeah. He's probably on that sort of like logic path. But Just uh, in it, Time?
2: Is that what yeah, it's
3: Yeah, I think what was also... What? what?
2: Justin I've never T, heard of this. Just in Time? Justin Timberlake? I don't think... I think it's called, like, In Time or yeah. Out of Time.
4: <laughs> well, that's a missed Timberlake opportunity for Just in Time. Nine,
2: they really should have done Just in Time. If he hasn't released in, that oh, album yet... In Time. In Time. In time. They yes. definitely had it as Just in Time for a while and got cold feet at the end because... Yeah.
3: Just in Time... Burlake. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a wonky title, but we're going
2: for it. Just in time, colon, Burlake. Burlake. <laughs> <laughs> but
3: you get like, I get why also you need the sort of, you have to raise the specter of some some ghoulish act happening against your dear leader because what they need to do is activate people's sort of instinct to want to protect Trump at every cost. Yeah. So if this is more of a threat than that makes everything people a little bit more invested in being like, we have to protect Trump from every dimension existential threat that exists, whether it's the legal system or some rogue bard who just wants to go off, you know, and, and do something terrible to him. Right.
4: Also, these people make a living off of sensationalism like Alex Jones and them. Like, you know, of course, they run with any piece of anything sensational. So like, the Trump assassination thing had to be said like one time and yeah. then that's it. Like now they have a new narrative to like play with. Cause they're like, Oh, finally we really needed like, you know, an event for this week's like insane, you know, show podcast, whatever it is that, that, um, the right wing person's doing, you know? And it's also like all such a soap opera that like eventually you run out of storylines. Right. Yeah. So it's like, you're watching, you know, whatever days of our lives on it's like, 100th season so you're like i guess now we have to do the assassination
5: yeah totally. yeah we're like, there sigh, you know we've already we've done, done all body the
3: doubles we've already done body doubles like yeah. nine times so i guess we could do the coma and he comes out a different person and then we debate whether he's the same person that went into the coma then did that it. would
2: be the third time this year that we did that plot but ju- right. just saying i'm not saying it's a reason not to do it i'm just saying we've done it three times already. i think we're already doing yeah, so it with like, like
3: yeah mcconnell and stuff too where it's like <laughs> you know who, who knows if that's the same guy from a few months ago who his yeah. batteries keep running out on stage
4: it's like weird. He did all of the things yeah so like yeah.
3: aliens are next folks they're next
4: maybe but it's oh i got one is he mm. pregnant should we do oh. that next
3: oh he's should pregnant we do that next? That's yes. Right. And that's why he's going to come around on reproductive rights, because he himself is now pregnant and understands what is going on. Yes. What's at stake. OK,
4: we've never done anything like this. It could be really cool and transgressive. I think we could get a daytime Emmy. Yeah. Oh,
5: perfect, <laughs> perfect. Perfect. <laughs>
4: that's perfect. me, me being a terrible writer. That's a scab during the writer's right. strike. Just coming Sorry, through, yeah. uh, suggesting whatever. The RNC
3: had an opening. Out. Yeah. Have we tried this? I mean, this is a pilot I was working on, but we may be able to adapt it for Trump. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. Maybe we can cut out some of this dialogue from this <laughs> other script.
2: <laughs> Donald Trump Jr. back then suggested that the guy was hired by the DNC. And it turns out the guy was not an assassin. He was put, holding up a sign that said Republicans against Trump because he was a Republican. Uh, and somebody mm. shouted gun. But it's
4: super funny. Yeah, the call was coming from inside the house. <laughs> oh, <it's, yeah. laughs> uh, They're like, "Oh no, what do we do?" It says re- Republican. We like that. Uh, oh, but scream a gun. Trump. Oh shit.
2: <laughs> also, short <laughs> circuit. Right. So that one, even though there was absolutely no truth to it, it was just a Republican holding up a sign that they somehow thought was a gun. Because those know, look Trump's, the same. Trump's people kept <laughs> claiming that he had survived an assassination attempt. The following Trump rally, the guy introducing him flat out said uh, there was an attempt of murder against Trump in Nevada. But then when someone actually tried to kill Trump the same year, nobody made a big deal about it, even though the guy was an illegal immigrant. And the reason for that is because it was a 21 year or a 20 year old white kid from England with mental Uh. health issues. And so it didn't fit his campaign narrative. So. It was just. Can we say? Yeah.
3: Can we say he was in MS13? Uh, <laughs> uh, if we, no, I don't think Definitely anyone's going to buy it. Also, he Same. just
2: tried to grab the gun of a cop nearby to.
4: So wait Next. a minute. What color was the cop?
2: <laughs> Maybe we can work with something here. Maybe Let's the cop see was for a second. Was, wait. It was the cop Hold. in MS13? <laughs> yeah. Wait, no,
4: Maybe sir, we we the like cop the
5: cops.
3: <laughs> the cop was in MS 13 working in cahoots with this illegal immigrant who was me- meant to bleach
2: his skin to fit in.
4: See, that's a plot line. You know what I'm yeah. saying? like That's what that we used is to how be you
2: running write with. daytime television.
4: <laughs>
5: we won. <laughs> we, we, won. won TV. we
2: won. We've done Well, it. Sophia, such a pleasure having you as always on the podcast. Love you guys. Where yeah. can people find you, follow you, all that good stuff?
4: You should definitely listen to my podcast with Miles hey. about 90 Day Fiancé called 420 mm-hmm. Day Fiancé. It's so fun. It's a lot of bits. The bits are pretty.
3: They're troubling. The yeah. amount of bits. That, <laughs> the, there's too many. A They're amazing. amount of bits. Yeah. You,
4: will, you will be on so many inside jokes. You will feel like you are so in high school, but like in yeah. a cool group, you know.
2: There you go. The cool group of the
4: kids. I don't know what I'm saying. R- I'm like, why would I even say that? I take <laughs> all of that back. It's just a fun podcast.
2: Um <laughs> and we're making fun of nerds.
4: <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, what am I saying? I read yeah. all of the Robert Jordan books twice. <laughs> like, what am I saying right now? You're the nerds. Just the coolest right here. Uh yeah. Anyway, listen to that podcast. And uh also you can listen to my stand-up album, Father's Day, wherever. You want, and I'm at the Sophia S O F I Y A on there you
2: go. everything. Is there a work in media that you've been enjoying?
4: Yes, there is. I love this tweet by at Dear Lucy. And it's a photo. She says, saw this yesterday. And it's a haunted picture of a child, which I think is delightful.
5: Oh, and no.
4: on it is a note that says, She's back. Three exclamation points. Sold twice and returned twice. Are you brave enough? <laughs> Three question
3: marks?
2: No,
5: <laughs> I am
2: not.
4: And they're charging it. twenty bucks for it.
2: Do you? Are it, you do we know fed? where this is? Is it at like a secondhand? I think store? it's.
4: I think it's somewhere in England. Wow. So yes, <laughs> wow. I don't know. Holy but shit! I am obsessed with it. That's kind of my favorite thing I've ever seen.
2: Amazing. Miles, where can people find you? Is there a work of media you've been enjoying?
3: Oh, yeah. Find me uh, Twitter, Instagram at symbol based places at miles of Gray. Obviously, you heard about 420 Day Fiance. You know about Miles and Jack got mad boosties. Boosties. And also, if you like, uh, you know, the true crime show that doesn't involve people getting murdered needlessly or horribly tortured. Check out The Good Thief, uh, where I talk about Vasilis Palaiokostas, the Greek Robin Hood, which is really, really, really good. I must say. Uh, Tweet I like. uh, It's from uh, Caitlin Jeffers at (laughs) Jeffernot. Tweeted, and just like that, it's 9-11 season.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Get the pumpkins out.
3: (laughs) Yeah, get them out. (laughs)
4: 9-11
2: pumpkin spice. Oh, yeah. A mere week away. Let's see some tweets I've been enjoying, guys. Tony P. T Bone seventy two nineteen tweeted: Every time I turn around in someone's driveway, I feel like an angry mob will come running out of the house carrying torches and pitchforks. That is just very so real. real. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And at Mike Mitch N H. I'm assuming that is a Mike Mitchell from New Hampshire tweeted, if you want to know how the week is going, I just took a pillowcase out of the dryer, put it over my head thinking it was a T-shirt to wear to bed, (laughs) spent 15 seconds inside it searching for the (laughs) neck hole and then mumbled, what is this, pants?
5: (laughs) Oh, that, I I've never identified Delightful. more. Delightful.
2: I've never <laughs> identified more. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at the Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes.
7: Footnotes.
2: Where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think you might enjoy. Miles, is there a song? Besides just stray mandol- mandolin music that you think people might enjoy. Oh yeah. Actually, hold on, let me pull up their bio. He'll be like,
4: uh, have you heard of a little known Italian band? Andrea Boccelli Brothers? <laughs> and then he just whips out this <laughs> <laughs> this crazy mandolin solo. <laughs> We're like, oh my god, no, we haven't. The Focaccio Brothers crazy. rip.
2: <laughs> okay, Il this is- song of Andrea Bocelli. <laughs>
4: Italian
2: Italian <laughs> Italian 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 Is that the one that goes Time to Say goodbye Or is that an Agnes song? no 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 You're talking about Batilo? No,
4: I think that is
2: Batilo
3: <laughs>
4: anyway, yeah, that plays at the Bellagio fountain. We really need a deep voice Jack, for this one. I yeah,
3: know, fuck. Uh, we're gonna go out on this track. Uh, it's called "Wana" W A N A by Noor uh, N O U R. I don't know what language this is because I, Jack. I don't know if you. May, I know you were talking about it in our document about like language like foreign language songs and how yeah. enjoyable songs are. And well, I was languages. talking about
2: how like I memorize lyrics that I have. Completely wrong in my head, and how, like, just the feeling of the voice. Like, sometimes I prefer having, like, not knowing what is being said. And I've been listening to a lot of Spanish language music lately with yeah. that in mind. Yeah. Uh,
3: so, yeah, this is Noor. She's actually from Egypt. And, you know, it's like a mix of, like, English and Arabic lyrics. Uh, but, mm. like, the. It's just, I don't know, man. I'm just loving all music coming across out from all over the world because it's it's just so damn good. And we're probably only six degrees of separation, Nor, you and I. So I invite you to come on. But anyway, this is
2: Nor with Juana. Really dope. Really dope track. All right. Well, we will link off to that in the footnotes. The no. Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from, podcast from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's going to do it for us this morning we are back this afternoon to tell you what is trending oh yeah talk to y'all Bye.
0: if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals each week i'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're
1: a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., And I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI.